Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind. All right, welcome to episode three of the Tipsy Serling Podcast. I'm your ho- one of your hosts, <laughs> Kidar Foster. I am a filmmaker in Los Angeles. I'm Rudy Ruiz, and I'm also a filmmaker in Los Angeles. And today, we've got a little guest appearance. Special guest! Yeah, my good old friend, Armando. What do you do, Armando Duenas? I'm a musician, and I am a teacher. There so, he is. And I'm a professional film lover. Teach your children. <laughs> I will, I will oh, take that one. Teach That's children. good. That's good. <laughs> Loves film, teaches kids. That's what's up. How dry I am. Nobody cares. How dry I am. <laughs> All right. So for our uh, news and letter segments, do we have any news? What's new? What do we like? Kanye West. Kanye West uh, talked about uh, Tom Cruise jumping on that couch. That's not a thing. He said scoopy scoopy doopy doop. I didn't hear <laughs> that part. Thing. That's he's trying, right. he's trying to be me or what? And moving on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can be here for hours. Kanye West. Moving on to listener letters. All right. So we've got still zero fucking letters from your <laughs> listeners. And moving on. For centuries, shaman and other miracle workers have used herbs, tonics, and libations to facilitate their entry into other realities. Ladies and gentlemen, take a sip with us and enter the zone. Oh, yeah. Nice. Love that nice. Yeah, so this time, we're going to do some rum in honor of episode three where they call Mr. Denton rummy because rummy. he's a the drunken buffoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... And, you know, we're going to start light this time. We've got some, some other things coming up. But right now for this first run, we're going to be doing Captain Morgan Private Stock, Premium Barrel. So I'm sure everybody's familiar with uh, Captain Morgan here. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody likes their rum and Cokes. He puts his this... foot up on the, on the stool. Yes, he does. Well, on the barrel in this on case. The here, you're gonna, uh, <laughs> what separates this from regular Captain Morgan? Mm. So this is... They're, they're, it's, it's a little better. This is their sipping rum. That's how it's marketed. So a lot of people like to, it's really good to have on the rocks. We're drinking it neat, as we normally do on the show. Um, whereas like the regular Captain Morgan, you'd throw in some Coke or whatever. Or shoot it. Soda or shoot it. Yeah, this, you take your time with a little bit. So go ahead and get, give it a taste. You'll see what I mean. Yeah, you got to pour it yourself, dude. Sorry. Oh. So it already <laughs> smells kind of vanilla-ish. Definitely strong in that alcohol, though. You know? Cheers. Uh, Cheers. Yeah, yeah, sorry. It smells yeah. really good. Alright. That's a lot sweeter than our, our yeah. previous uh, excursions. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing with rum. Yeah, this is a lot of vanilla. Whoa, but a lot, it's, it's lot of, lot of yeah. vanilla in this one. It's, nice. it's It's not bad. And I, yeah, I kind of wish we had regular Captain it, Morgan to compare. I mean, I mean, from what I remember about regular Captain Morgan, it's much smoother for some reason. Nah, it, I, uh, I, I think it's smoother. Fight, it, nah, fight, we, fight, it, fight, it, fight, it, fight, 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 fight. All right. On, on, our, on our own time, we're going to have to hash this out. Join us for the Captain yeah. Morgan podcast yeah. they're doing next year. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll, we'll try it back to back. Um, but no, this is uh, Captain Morgan, man. You wouldn't sit and really sit that with eyes. That's a mixer, man. This one, and, and this goes good with your Coke, too, or whatever, mm-hmm. but... If I was going to drink some Captain Morgan straight up, it would be this one for sure. 
Yeah, definitely a lot of vanilla. A little bit of cinnamon in there. Not too spicy. It's, it's pretty easy. I'd say it's smooth. It's easy. Medium finish. Um, and that's the thing with the rum. You know, Kidar mentioned before that it's definitely sweeter than what we had before. Well, rum is, you know, made out of sugar cane, right. molasses, you know, stuff like that. Sure, I mean, no, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so rum is pretty much pure sugar. sugar. Ah. So when you go to a bar, don't get rum and Diet Coke. <laughs> like, you're no, for yeah, sure gonna have a hangover. Yeah, yeah. Like day. it's the, the, the diet coke's not saving you, man. The rum is is all sugar. Whereas you know the bourbon we had earlier is is corn based and all that stuff. Pri primarily, among other things. But yeah, rums are typically sweeter. And we'll be trying some other stuff. We got uh, at some point coming up this season, we'll have Zaya, a uh, twelve year blend, and that is from what I remember similar to this. Maybe that one we'll do back to back. Mm, that one makes a. This actually makes a really good rum old fashioned too. I mentioned that about the four rows yellow label. If you want an old fashioned made with rum, I, I would That's do an old fashioned with this. Yeah, Captain Morgan private stock, like twenty to twenty five dollars. Same range as the four roses yellow label we did before. But all right, let's go ahead and move on. Well, before we move yeah. on, <laughs> oh, oh, when I was back. a teenager, <laughs> I used to drink the Captain Morgan coconut rum out oh the bottle like God. straight out the bottle and i thought i was being such a hardcore alcoholic like bukowski and like all my fucking favorite writers damn you, and now i'm you realizing that i was just drinking sugar you think rod serling's over here drink, <laughs> you think rod serling's over here drinking i thought i was hot <laughs> shit like spiced rum guggling from the bottle like yeah i don't give a fuck and it was just sugar it was you know, that fancy. Uh, mm. yeah and it's coconut flavored yeah Oh, oh, yeah. Man. It's I feel right. like a dick now. Well, well, no, you're, you're in Malibu <laughs> or something yeah. like that. Yeah, right. We're, we're gonna, I feel like a dick. Right. We'll High school me <laughs> is crying tears right now. That's right. Tears. Tears. Some that, tears. That's why we're here. We're, we're educating on the spirit. <laughs> yeah, so thank you. Good. Thank you. I needed it. Episode 3, Mr. Denton on Doomsday. Dun, dun, dun. October 16, 1959. So, simple synopsis here. The town drunk in the Old West faces his past when fate lends a hand. So in this episode, pretty much what we got here is this dude, Al Denton, is this drunken fool who is just kind of spumbling and bumbling around. Spumbling? That's not a word. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> <that>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stumbling and bumbling He's around. Spumbler. <laughs> and then you got the, this guy who's like the cowboy gunslinger dude who's just punking him. Punking him, making him sing like a, a song about like how what dry the song? Dry, how what dry the song, guys? Can we sing it? Here we go. I forgot it. How dry, dry I, am. I am. That's all I know is how dry I am. How dry I am. How dry I am. Charlie, can't you break that up? Nobody knows. I don't like it any more than you do. The how misery they give that guy out there. How dry I am. Nobody cares. How dry I am. <laughs> <laughs> So something about tomorrow. Yeah, I'm so dry. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he's he's getting punked. Like he's just a drunk fool stumbling around, and he's getting punked by Martin Landau actually, Fuck. which I was surprised. Martin young Landau. Martin Landau. Mm. Yeah, very young Martin Landau who looks like a fucking asshole in this. Like he, <laughs> he, he definitely looks the part. It's like, it's like oh, you're casting. You're a punk, man. Yeah. I'm like, um, he's also giving like Mister. Dressed in black vibes from like Westworld, word, the word. original movie and the new show. Yeah, like, very no, men mm, in black, men in black kind of shit. He's got that man in black thing, but man, 
Martin Landau, this character to Yul Brenner, Gunslinger, and Westworld. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't Yul say Brenner was got an that android. Vibe. So that's what I'm saying. Okay, that's what there's I'm some saying. disconnect. Okay, yeah. maybe I'm thinking more of the new thing. Pro- like, uh, probably. When you I've... choose a white hat or black hat when you go into Westworld. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I haven't seen a new one yet. I got oh, yeah, yeah. that. You like go into this little way station mm-hmm. and then you have an attendant and then she asks you like if you're a white hat or a black hat. So mm. That might be where I was drawing from. Although gotcha. I like the movie more than the show. I got to see Future World. We'll talk about that later, though. You got to see Sex World. Okay, probably. That sounds sounds about right. Uh, That's not a microphone. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so Al Denton's getting getting punked uh, by this dude who's fucking making him sing this bitch-ass song and, like, like to to earn earn a drink because he's a bum. Yeah, because he's a bum. So... This gun appears next to him, mm. and this is going to change his life. Because mm-hmm. as it turns out, back in the day, he was a, a gunslinger type. Mm-hmm. Um, he started drinking earlier and earlier in the day mm-hmm. until he just yeah. became a fucking alcoholic. Just, yeah. And he's That's a, how it happens, bro. It's like sneaks yeah. up on well, you. Well, he, like bit he by became bit. A, because he was talking about he was talking about that he became the alcoholic because he killed the teenage boy. Right. right. He was so good. And everyone kept challenging him until he found out that like the guy that he killed was a teenager. So, or a boy, young boy that at that time. So then he's like, set him off. Mm. Yeah. Public service announcement. Don't kill kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what he said, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> um, so, anybody want to pick this up for me? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm explaining. This fucking just... private stock Captain Morgan yeah. is goddamn good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and again, the reason we chose the rum is because they call him Rummy. Rummy. That's, they call that's him Rummy. Rummy. Yeah. At, at first, we're like, all right, this has got a Western vibe. We're going to go with the whiskey because yeah. that's Western. And they're like, Rummy. All right, we're drinking some you rum know what? this time. Rummy's kind of a cool nickname except Rummy, for this yeah. guy because he does yeah. not fucking appreciate it. <laughs> One bit. <laughs> One bit. So this gun appears beside him, and this is his second chance. You know, as mm-hmm. Rod Serling says, like this. You know, now we're in the Twilight Zone. So this motherfucker is getting challenged to like seeing some shit again, right? By Martin Landau, mm-hmm. and he's like, "No, I don't want to do." Or and no, he's walking into the bar. Mm-hmm. Can we also note how everyone makes fun of him for being an alcoholic, and then they mock him, make him sing this song, and then turn around and go into the saloon to have some fucking drinks? Yeah, <laughs> that was great. yeah. completely hypocritical. Yeah, Dude, noted. They, noted. Yeah, they smash this bottle and just pour the liquor like over his head. It's really, and this up. man, this dude is so down and out that he's like all on the floor crawling right, and like, like trying to like, yeah, yeah, trying to squeeze drops out of this broken yeah, bottle. Kind of. And sad. then right after they punk him, they're like, oh. Oh, yeah, let's go drink. Let's go get a drink. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so so with this, <laughs> he gets his gun. Um, oh, you know they see him. it's Chekhov's gun. Can I add? Yeah, I didn't quite get Chekhov from Star Trek. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Well, I I, don't, I, I heard I you make that comment, but I don't. Star Trek. So basically, Chekhov's gun is uh, a screenwriter term for introducing. Something in the first act that comes into bearing into the third act. So if you introduce a gun in the first act of a film, you've got to bring it back in the third act to affect the events of the plot. Oh, I've never heard that term. Why I, is it? Why is it called Chekhov's gun? I have no idea. Maybe Star Trek. <laughs> no, no. This, well, this this must have been beforehand. So maybe the the guy who came up with that right. was named Chekhov. Who I don't know. Maybe. But um, anyway, 
So they notice he's suddenly got smart. <laughs> they notice he suddenly has his gun in his hand when they go in, and uh, the dude uh, Martin Landau challenges him to a draw. He's like, "Yeah, you were a badass motherfucker at one time. Let's do it." And he's like, "No, I don't want to." He's shaking, blah blah. blah. And then he shoot. He accidentally pulls the trigger, and he shoots the gun out of Martin Landau's hand. And now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he's Mr. Fucking Macho Man. And they're like, oh, come into the bar. We're going to get you a free drink. Like, you're fucking awesome. Everybody wants to be his friend. And I'll tell you what, when we get into the, does this stand up to today's standards or whatever? Don't, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Don't spoil it. Spoiler (laughs) alert. We're going to come back to this. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. Um. So, yeah, that happens, and then Martin Landau comes in again. and tr- Oh, he doesn't shoot him at the hand at that point. He no, no, because they, they're they so impressed with, like, what he does and when he shoots. So they want to go and bring him in for a drink, but then Martin Landau is like, hey, no, 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 punk, we're not we're not done with this yet. Like, yeah, you, yeah, you were going right. to finish this. I'm, I'm fucking it he's up. He's like, no, 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 I'm sorry. Like, I, there was just an accident yeah. as, as he's just mindlessly pointing his gun. Just happens to shoot the the chandelier, chandelier, or oh, and then yeah. right as the he lamp shoots, post, it, lamp yeah, post, lamp post. It shoots and it hits Martin Landau's gun as he shoots it off, and like at the most perfect timing, that's when everyone's like, "Whoa, what is this?" Like, and so that's when everyone's like respecting him again. All of a sudden, yeah, and he feels yeah. this, in, I want to say entitlement power, but he's like, "Okay, I guess." Yeah, I definitely wouldn't call it entitlement because he's still he's just. He kind of rejects yeah, he's, the power that he has. Yeah, but he, he it's, not, it. it's not entitlement. It's confidence. Mm. Because now he's just like, you know what? Don't fucking call me Rummy anymore. Yeah. Mm. And don't and, give and, me and, that drink. I've had and he, enough. And he yeah. goes up. Yeah. He and, actually, he, and he stops yeah, he drinking. He stops drinking. They're like, point. oh, like have a drink on the house. He's like, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to go to the fucking other spot. I'm going to get a shave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to clean up. I was waiting for a montage. And it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm going to get a shave. I'm going to clean up. And he goes up to Martin Landau, this punk motherfucker, and... You know, entitlement, in my mind, like, he'd probably mm-hmm. shoot this fucking dude, mm-hmm. but he just gives him a good old backhand. Mm-hmm. A good old-fashioned 1959 Nothing like, nothing like a, a good old American backhand yeah. to your face. Um, and but he's like, don't call, don't call me Rummy anymore. Right. Don't call me um, back. And, you know, because now at this point, he, he knows. He's like, fuck, well, I got it back. And that's when we he explains to the lady why mm-hmm. he got into drinking. Correct. He killed this 16-year-old boy. Right. Um so he doesn't want to do it, but he knows what's coming, that now the word is spreading, like, oh, this dude's a badass yeah. gunslinger, he's quick. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's and he even says, like, I'm the shave, I want to clean up, because if I'm going to get killed, if I'm going to die soon, because everybody's going to want to come after me. Right. I want to look good. Like, I'm going to look good. Corpse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Live fast, die young, and live a beautiful All right, corpse. James Dean, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, fucking. Can I just note how in gunslinging times <laughs> bullets are so soft that someone can shoot you in the hand and it's just like a first degree burn <laughs> yeah. and you're completely okay There's just no blood. just wrap it up yeah. with bandages and it's yeah. all good like That's, oh yeah we're, we're getting there <laughs> we're, we're getting to that moment That's a thing. yeah yeah jeez bullets are so soft That's i saw funny. a dragnet episode where a guy got shot in the head and literally for the entire episode he was still alive and he just wrapped his head in bandages <laughs> and that was the whole conceit and i was like Bullets were really soft in the 50s. Just going <laughs> to nice. say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, fucking A. <laughs> so he goes out, and, you know, this whole time, what I forget to say is there's a peddler on the road who's mm. watching him, who's watching all this. Mm-hmm. Peddler, selling peddler. shit. Yeah, I got all black, nice frock suit, whatever the fuck Rod Sterling says. <laughs> so he's out. It's nighttime. This dude's like, yo, 
Let me sell you this elixir to help you uh, shoot fast, right? Uh, maybe not, I might be getting Not sell, here. but like he's telling like oh, yeah, he gave I, it I, to sell, him. I sell everything from from blankets to food to yeah. something to yeah. even potions. Peddler of everything. Yeah, potions. This is before and, food trucks. I don't trust this dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then he says that, oh, yeah, um, and even elixirs. And so he's he gives him this elixir that says... Here, try this. Try this before your fight tomorrow. Oh no, no! To even back up before that, he's at this. He's at his house or mm -hmm. hotel, whatever, and gets challenged by some young right. gun who's getting ready to come into right, town. Right. He's like, "All right, ten o'clock tomorrow night. All right, good. Now we're 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 set for the main event." That's right. Then, he, as that. he's trying to like practice, like as he's trying to practice his gunslinging, he he's failing. Like all of a sudden, like confidence is not there anymore. He's like, "You know what? I'm just gonna start breaking tent." Like. I'm going to leave town. Mm -hmm. So he's trying to get out of town while this peddler, while we finally like see him throughout the entire episode, he's coming into play. And that's when he has this discussion with him. He's like, why are you running? He's like, oh, I'm just, I'm getting ready to go out. Like, well, you won't need that here. Um, and he gives him this elixir and he's like, try this. And here are the rules are elixir or the elixir. If you drink it for 10 seconds, you will have perfect aim. You basically and, have a Mario star. Yeah, for real. <laughs> You're good. And so he's, he, he says, try that, it. That's and a good. He's like, I, there's no yeah. point in selling it to you if you don't try it out, you know? Yeah, right. So he's like, shoot out that post. And with like a quick draw and boom, without even aiming, knocks out the lamp, mm -hmm. nails it. And he says, here we go. Just shortly after 10 o'clock tomorrow night, go ahead and drink this and you'll be fine. So then he's like, well, how, he's like, how, how much? He's like, well consider it a gift and and uh, rule one of crack sales <laughs> get him hooked with the free one and the interesting that comes up the interesting thing that comes up is this peddler's name his name is henry j fate dun, dun, dun. Yeah. and he's like let's just say that this is the night fate steps, steps in, in. Yeah. Right. we're like okay oh, shit. we're set up yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. All right. All right. so now we're on we're on the the night of okay the whole mm. town is about for yeah. this gunfight <laughs> which was they really have town is about <laughs> They have no internet. They're, they're no they internet. have no Wi-Fi. They're, they're not checking their no MySpace. Cable. They're, not, they're not saying like, oh man, what a great song this guy has on his profile. No, they're out at the bar. Literally just standing like, and waiting, waiting. In silence. In dead yeah. silence. And then all you hear is a... And I'm just... I, even when I said during the episode like, wow, what an eerie feeling that must be to right. have... To be in dead silence and then just to hear the clacking of the horse and like, well, here, com here comes the moment. It's coming up. True, true. Okay, so then, as I've I've accidentally taked the reins from Rudy about... No, you're, <laughs> you're, you're good. I did, a, it, I did a bad job. So, so then, so, <laughs> boom, we're at the bar. Everyone's all out. The guy comes in. I I'm forgetting the guy's name, but you just know that he's the bad guy. Or the guy who's challenged our uh, young Landau, like young Landau. No, 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 no. He's he's gone for. Oh, oh, it. Um, blonde, Pete, blonde, generic. Pete, Pete something. Pete yeah, generic. Yeah. He's he's come to Pete challenge. Generic. He's come ch to challenge Mr. or Al. What's his name? Al Denton. Al Denton. Okay. So we're in the bar. He's like, "All right, let's let's fuck, let's do this." And he's like, "Get away from the bar." And one guy actually moves, and he's ready to do it. So. He pulls out the elixir, he drinks it, he turns, and as he's turning, he sees the other gunslinger drinking his another elixir. And, what a twist! <laughs> and as he sees that, he sees him put away his elixir, and now there's this moment of what in the hell is going to go on we're right both now. fucking perfect shot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're like, so now you have no idea what's about to go on. Like, are they about to kill each other, or right. are they not? So, 
They draw. Boom. Perfect. Shoot each other. In the hand. In the hand. Bandages again. I'm just saying. Bandages. And then some guy <laughs> randomly comes out of nowhere and says, you know what? It's a, it's a draw. And as he's coming to check the hand, he's like, well, I guess you'll never... Uh, Right. You'll never shoot from this gun again. Your fingers will be, you know, stiff. Specifically, stiff. he says you'll never shoot in anger again, right? Or, well, yeah, no, uh, no. Is that he, right? he tells him. The doctor says, like, oh yeah, you're you're never gonna shoot with this hand again. Mm-hmm. But Al Denton, when he talks to the other man, mm-hmm. because they both got shot in the hand, right? So right. they both like now they can't fingers. shoot. They have stiff fingers. Yeah. So that's when Al Denton goes up to the dude who he was drawing with, and mm-hmm. he tells him like. Well, you'll never shoot out of anger again. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, that, it's, it's it's your kind of that's your moment. yeah. He says that's your blessing right. or, or Ooh, something yeah, something yeah, along yeah. those lines. And it's a good thing he was young enough to learn it now. Yeah, Whereas yeah. Al Dente spent I guess and, and even in the sense Al Denton is, was blessed too. He just didn't see. Well, he was told it, but but now that I'm thinking about it, he's he's blessed too because he even says. That oh yeah now you'll have kids like you'll live forever right. like you'll live a long life you're not now. gonna you waste won't... your life shooting people correct so right. so in a way he's blessed because he's now he gets to live and he, he has the opportunity to have kids and yeah and, and he that he, idea. he won't make the same mistake it's that twi- yes. he did yeah. I find so, that really beautiful right yeah now. and that's where it comes it into like fucking uh, Captain Morgan well I not <laughs> I wish I, it, it was it, it was it was a good tale of morality. Um, and you know that that irony, and yeah, it, it is a good moment, and I like the way. <laughs> uh, I wish I remember the way Rod Serling says wraps it up at the end mm. of. Well, um, since we can just fucking cut out the dead space. Yeah, yeah. Look, look up that. <laughs> I can quote, tell you man. exactly what Rod Serling said. Brought to you by Apple's iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by post production editing. <laughs> um, uh, uh, hang on, Mr. Henry Fate. Dealer in utensils and pots and pans, liniments and potions. A fancy for little man in a black frock coat who can help a man climbing out of a pit. Or another man from falling into one. Because you see, fate can work that way in the Twilight Zone. Yeah, the really? part the part where he talks about coming out of the pit Helping and keeping someone, pit, from keeping someone from falling, falling in. in. Yeah. Brilliant. Beautiful. So Yeah, I mean thinking about it now, I guess well the next part is, you know, how we feel about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think thinking about it Yeah, thinking about it now. Mm-hmm. It, it it is a good moment. I like it. Yeah. Good tale of morality. Yeah. We kind of dismissed this episode a little bit when we watched it. Yeah, it, it still doesn't quite filler. feel Twilight like Twilight Zone ish. Yeah. 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 Like they're, I was expecting sure. where's a twist, where's yeah. the strange stuff coming up and nothing. Yeah. Not yeah. not quite getting into it yet. But it is a good a good story, and I, and I do like that. And you know, the dude uh, Al Denton realizes that, and that's why he tells that to that dude. Yeah. You know, the Pete or whatever generic blonde man. Mm-hmm. Let me um, ask you guys this: Do you think that generic McBlondie actually internalizes that lesson and takes it and improves his life, or do you think he continues on the road to challenging people and being a gunslinger? I want to say yeah. Because they definitely made it a point to make it clear that they're not shooting again when that doctor came out of literally nowhere mm-hmm. and just wraps gauze around fingers. his hand. Yeah, yeah. And it's they don't, fingers. it doesn't seem to hurt or bother them that they just got shot in That's the fucking hand. These bullets were so much softer. Yeah. <laughs> but, so much softer. I, I <laughs> but, think so as well because when he comes out of the, when generic McBlondie comes out of the. <laughs> Love it. The bar. Catching, yeah. He looks at his boys, his you know, his guys that are you know, his his homies are mm-hmm. like, Hey, so did did you do you good? Mm-hmm. And he looks at them 
He looks at him with his like worried eyes, like, "Yeah, but we shot each other. We're totally fine. Let's move on. Let's yeah. let's just go." <laughs> yeah, they're like, like "Well, they're like, did you get him?" He's like, not "Just as much not as, as much as yeah, yeah, exactly the same as he got me." Ex- like exactly, that. and but it's the way that he looks at them with his like. Yeah, he's done. Like he just learned a lesson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Exactly. I withdraw my question and accept all your answers and agree with you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to get back to reality. So, back to reality. Does this episode hold up in 2018? Rudy! Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I probably should have uh, thought about it more Mm -hmm. because... This is punk rock. I think... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um... I think so, man. I, I guess I'm trying not to get too real here, but no, if, we're, if we're going, if we're point. like, because obviously right now, you know, there's a whole gun situation in the country. In America. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you know, maybe we need a good tale of morality here and that, yeah, sometimes it will affect you for a long time if you shoot a fucking kid. 16 year old. You know, and it should. I fear that we live in an era where uh, people are not bothered by that. Mm. And that's the scary thing mm. that someone isn't going to fucking lose their grip and fall into a drunken stupor because they accidentally murdered a kid. I feel like now people just don't give a fuck. Yeah. And right. They'll just walk <laughs> that's to school and shoot a whole bunch of kids and it's like completely yeah. normalized. Like, yeah. And, and that's, my that's, aren't stiff. that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's, that's kind of scary, but um, you know, I guess in that way it does hold up. Like this is something that, since it's it's a hot topic in America right now, if this episode played on TV, it would, it would definitely hold up. It's it's, it's relevant. It's it's tweets. relevant. Yeah, it yeah, tweets. it's relevant. All of a sudden, people would be big Twilight Zone fans <laughs> from, from the episode that's not even that the Twilight Zone. So yeah. <laughs> Armando, does this episode hold up for you in 2018? I'm gonna say the exact opposite. I, I think not, because I think one of the issues, other besides the gun issue, which just happens to be a tool that this episode uses, was the alcoholism. And mm. to me, it's like, whoa, 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 all of a sudden a gun comes out of nowhere and this guy just snaps and thinks like, I oh, okay, I'm not going to be an alcoholic anymore. And to me, I'm like, that must have been... Either they're they're pressed for time and they're just trying to get along with the, through the episode, or they're symbolizing that oh yeah, it's real easy to get over this sense of alcoholism at the time when even if you think about it today, to me I'm thinking no like that's that's challenging for someone like to get right right to to fight that addiction so much and 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 that's to me I think was the more important than the whole gun issue. I, I, that I, I I can pick out and I definitely understand, but to me, like it was the alcoholism that didn't. And, and, and for, for what it's worth, for what that episode shows to me, that's why I think it doesn't make relevance today. Interesting. Good points. Um, I'm probably going to fall somewhere in between the two of you. (laughs) Uh, because I've, I mean, I've gone shooting, I've held a gun, I've shot a gun. I think gun ownership is totally fine if you are trained mm-hmm. and responsible mm-hmm. and you want to protect your house or your family. Yeah, I think that's totally fine. Um, but I also agree with Rudy that 
you know, people, it's an issue these days. People, you don't need a fucking AR whatever, 15, whatever it is for home protection. You know, you can just have a fucking pistol or shotgun. I mean, not shotgun. <laughs> oh, fuck. You just have a pistol or handgun and that's enough to protect your house. I don't think the military grade weapons should be really in the hands of civilians. So, go ahead. If, if I may. You See, may. and I think it's interesting because as we look at that episode, we because of what's been happening currently mm-hmm. in our society, we pick out the gun issue. Mm-hmm. But it really is not. But this is no, 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 no. It's really, and and he gives it right from the beginning. It's a second chance issue. Oh. It's all centered around this guy who has nothing, a drunkard like singing, you know, singing for for a bottle exactly, and he's singing. <laughs> Just for a drink, and he gets a second chance at life. And like in, in this course of his episode, he goes from being on the street, begging for drinks, doing all that kind of stuff, to all mm-hmm. of a sudden now he's clean shaven, he's good to go, mm-hmm. and now this chick is right by his side. It's it's that. Oh yeah, he's a good friend of the prostitutes. <laughs> like it's that 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 to me is the pull away. Like I I completely understand like the gun issue with making sense with yeah. what's been happening I, I get it but that's what i feel like is drawn to me more is this is the second chance story versus a gun story like i said the gun is the tool in which they tell it through yes. but it's the second chance that ultimately right matters yeah, i get that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah i get that also it's a western so like you you kind of got to tell yes. the story with guns mm-hmm, right mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you kind of got to tell the story with guns um yeah I think that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> yeah, no, it it led to a good discussion, yeah. better than yeah. the the viewing experience. Yeah. A, l- a little bit, yeah. No, no, it's good to have three people on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Tight. All right. So, wrapping up the Tipsy Serling podcast, season one of the original run of the Twilight Zone, episode three. Are we at three? Was it this three? three. It three, was three. Yeah. Um, For you Spanish speakers, this is tres. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, we're all brown people here, so yeah, that's fine. Bring it. Uh, all right. Give me a second. I gotta fucking find the next episode. <laughs> Shit, I'm gonna. The 16 millimeter shrine. Again, episode oh, right. three brought to you by Captain Morgan. Private stock. <laughs> Sipping rum. Do not have it with Diet Coke. Rude. Do not have that with that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Coke Corporation. <laughs> In episode four, we will be looking at the sixteen millimeter shrine. You want me to talk more about it, or is that is that why you're no, looking keep for the him video? in suspense? Let him wait. Yeah. Let him wait. The sixteen millimeter shrine. All right. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And we'll be looking at some Russell Reserve rye with that. Well, not looking at it, tasting it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we can stuff. look at the bottle while yeah. we drink it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the Tipsy Serling Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Tipsy Serling. You can find us on Instagram, Tipsy Serling underscore podcast. Or you can send us an email at thetspod at gmail.com. <laughs>